It's the morning KLH. I'm Dave, along with Doreen. Marcus is here too. He is our green and gold insider, three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, co-host of Wilde and Tausch on ESPN, and hopefully feeling better this morning. Jason Wilde joins us. Good morning, Jason. How are you doing today? I feel fantastic. You do? Okay. And I have to tell you that I'm a little bit, well, nervous about you. Uh, Yesterday, yeah, yesterday, uh, Marcus told me you were feeling under the weather. Uh, You had some nausea, some other stomach symptoms. And frankly, as I read through the symptoms uh, in the text from Marcus, I realized these are the same symptoms that Aaron Rodgers discussed with ayahuasca. Now... (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> you're not uh, you're not experimenting on us or anything, are you? You're not doing anything like I that. I am not. Okay, All I right. can assure you, I'm not. But I did. I actually said this to Paula. So no, I got. I I have had food poisoning. I think three times in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday was the third time, oh. and I did say to her at one point, "If this is what Rogers puts himself <laughs> through with with that Pancha Karma cleanse, <laughs> right? Uh, I'm like, count me out, like." Oh, man. Uh, you know, without getting too graphic, yeah. uh, both uh, exits right. uh, really unpleasant. Yo. So uh. um, I hope he feels, I feel great. I don't recommend uh, right. eating uh, what I ate and then experiencing what I experienced. Okay. On a more serious note, what if Aaron Rodgers, I just thought of this, what if he would call you up based on your long-time relationship and say to you, okay, dude, I need a journalist to go with me on this journey I want to do this ayahuasca with you so you can document it and you can write about it. Would you do that? I would go. Uh, I'm not, I don't think I could effectively report on his ayahuasca if I drank that stuff myself. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, what if you, uh, what if he did it first and then you reported on it and then you did it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. I'm, no. I, look, and, and I, I, I've had a few people who have reached out to me who have, uh, a buddy of mine who's a musician, you know, more open-minded friends of mine than than I am, who have said that there are benefits to this. Um, my point is, is that it's just not, it's not my jam. It's not something that I would be comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And my, I would say this, my issue with the quarterback on this is that, you know, if this is supposed to alter your worldview and, and, you know, make you more grateful and appreciative and loving and all this other stuff, then how does he reconcile that with chewing guys out the way he does mm-hmm. or the way he still passively, aggressively takes shots at people? Like, I, I just feel like, you know, it's supposed to, it's supposed to change your approach or outlook or, or how you see the world. Well, then, then some of your behaviors right. should change, right? You would think. So, am mm-hmm. I... Am I not understanding that correctly? No, no it I, sounds like you are. Yeah, I think you have it down. I just, uh, I think maybe Aaron is. How do you, how do you say it? Like he's uh, he's just picking and choosing the things about ayahuasca that he wants to mm-hmm. credit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. seriously, no, you got that. you got Tom Brady who won't eat tomatoes or nightshade vegetables, and then you got the other guy who is doing ayahuasca. And meanwhile, they're both sitting at home, and all the young guys are still out there playing. So true. Just saying. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to you about coaches. Yeah. Are the coaching openings around the NFL? Let's just go to the Packers coaches. Are these guys always free agents? Like, can they just leave whenever they want to? No. Okay. No, they're not. So they, they basically, now I will say this and I respect this about Matt LaFleur. Uh, generally speaking, 
he does not block his coaches from interviewing for jobs that would be promotions for them. Mike McCarthy, who I love, uh, was really bad about that. Like, he blocked everybody. Like, if you were under contract for the following season and you had a chance to, even if you were a position coach with a chance to interview for a coordinator job, he blocked you. Okay. And he and I actually got into a pretty heated debate. Not an argument, because I wasn't being blocked, but you know, he was claiming that uh, if you sign a contract, I said, Mike, look at how your career played out. Like, one of the most crucial moments of your career was getting the offensive coordinator job with the Saints in 2000. He tells a great story where they all get fired. Ray Rose's staff gets fired. And him and a couple of the other coaches are updating their resumes at the Kinko's on Oneida Street <laughs> down the road from Lambeau Field. Because they're all out of work. So they're all, you, you know, in 1999, you know, I guess right. not everyone had a computer at home. So he's sitting at Kinko's fixing his resume. But he got fired, so he was free to go wherever he wanted. And he ends up getting the Saints offensive coordinator job, leads to the 49ers offensive coordinator job, leads to the Packers head coaching job. But he was not impeded in any way. And I said, Mike, you, you, you got guys who are you know, quarterbacks, coaches, tight ends coaches, who have a chance to be a coordinator somewhere, and you're blocking them. Mm-hmm. Like, what if the Packers had done – what if they hadn't fired you and you'd have been stuck here as a quarterbacks coach? You might not be where you are now. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have an answer for that. Matt LaFleur's credit, he, does, he doesn't do that. But, yeah, th- there are a bunch of guys that are on a contract, but they have kind of changed things where now if it is for a promotion, you can't be blocked. And I think that's been a good thing. So how do you personally feel if your second favorite gray-haired Italian uh, is gone and you can't talk to Rich Versace anymore? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That is a great recall there. Well done. Yeah. Um, I, I don't look, I, and I say this with incredible respect for Rich Passaccia. Uh, I really, really, really like him, as you guys know. I don't think he's getting that job. Um, they, the Colts have interviewed 12 people at last count wow. uh, for their head coaching job. And, and, and I don't believe this is right, but I believe this is the way of the league. Uh, Rich Passaccia is too old now. His window's closed. Uh, at 62, it seems to me that it's now uh, we want guys that are in their late 30s, early 40s, these kind of wunderkind offensive guys, uh, you know, with uh, handsome eyebrows like Matt LaFleur. <laughs> and I, I just and, – and I think it's wrong. I think Rich Passaccia, who showed – I mean, think about what he did in Vegas. He takes over a team that is in complete disarray and a team that this year – was a complete disappointment. He takes over after the whole Gruden fiasco, and he got him to the playoffs last year. Like, that yeah. should be, he should be uh, getting more than one interview, frankly. You're right. But I just, I just don't think he fits what today's NFL suit looks like for a head coach. And, and you know, the, the, the Broncos did the same thing. They hired... Vic Fangio a few years ago, a really well-respected, well-liked defensive coordinator. And what did he last, two years? I mean, they just, the older guys, this is where the league is at right now. That's just not what they what they want. I think that's wrong, but I think it's a good thing for the Packers because I think having Rich Passaccia on their staff has been a really, really good thing for them. Speaking of Mike McCarthy and looking for jobs, why is it, Jason, 
that Mike McCarthy's name is coming up as being a coach on the hot seat right now in jeopardy of losing his head coaching job. Because Jerry Jones is, what, 80 years old? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the father time uh, is literally uh, right behind him. And what was the stat after they lost on Sunday? that they ha- The Cowboys haven't been to a conference championship Since game. Since 95, five. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, hello, you think Packers fans are impatient? No kidding. I mean, I, I, that's that's amazing. Like, McCarthy did this thing with his uh, team before they beat Tampa in Tampa where he showed baby pictures of 10 players. And the lesson was, these are the only 10 guys on our team who were alive the last time the Cowboys won a road playoff game. Wow. And his point was, this has nothing to do with you guys. You guys, most of you were not even alive the last time this happened. So let's go beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers because who cares about that history? And and it was good. It was He's he's really good at that sort of stuff. Not so good at uh, clock management at the end of the game and not so yeah. good at trick plays at the end of the game. Wow, that but was great bad. at preparation. Final question. Aaron Rodgers traded. What would you say the odds would be? Is it 50-50? Is it 80-20? Is he definitely going to stay a Packer? So I said this last year as they kind of went through last year's dance um, that I really felt like when the rubber hit the road that he would cave and he wouldn't want to be leaving Green Bay with the black hat villain look. Uh, I still believe that, but I believe it less. Um, you know, and I thought it was significant that he flat out said, he talked about the idea of playing somewhere else and being traded. Um, answered the question about not having a no trade clause, all that other stuff, because that is a significant step. You know, especially when you consider that he stood at his locker in front of us on June 7th, when he made his very brief off-season appearance at the minicamp. And Rob Domofsky of ESPN.com asked him, does this mean you're going to finish your career with the Packers? And his two-word response was, yes, definitely. Wow. And now here we are entertaining the possibility, you know, whatever it is, eight months later, ten months later, of him not not finishing his career. So I think that does make it possible. 50-50 is probably strong. I guess I'd go like 65-35 that he's back with the Packers, but um, I, I definitely would. I definitely feel less confident that he's the Packers quarterback in 2023 than I was that he'd be the Packers quarterback in 2022. All right, Jason. It's great to uh, hear that you're back among the living. You're feeling better, and thanks for the insight. Yeah, thanks for accommodating me yesterday, guys. Oh, I really appreciate it. Kidding. Take care. Be good. Take care of yourself. That's yeah. Jason Wildey, our Green and Gold Insider. Co-host of Wildey and Tausch.